How do you pick a real estate agent? Yes, so that can be a couple of different things. Agents are now probably better educated as well as to what properties are going to sell for. Talking about it over coffee when we used to just catch up for coffee and not record it. You talk about it in a way that's accessible and easy to listen. If you've if you've been in your career for a short while, how do you take yourself to the next level? Yeah, um, it was really a podcast. Yeah, clearly. exactly right. Yeah, epic this week on the property part. <laughs> back to another week of the property pod i'm your host aaron horn and i'm joined at the desk with the regular crew patrick berry and john mcgregor the regular crew and the best crew yeah the best crew the best property pod crew <laughs> going <laughs> round. <laughs> compliment received yeah, you were selling john's skill short he's just like i'm better than the yeah. regular crew <laughs> come on now <laughs> you're looking sharp today mate about to be a hitman or something uh, like that. it because well, with the dark trousers then if you put on the black shirt it just yeah, it sets it off like a hit. Yeah, you look like John Wick or something like oh, that. I think oh, that yes. transporter movie. Oh, that's true with um, <laughs> Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ooh, nice. The first sh- one of that was great. Yeah, shave your head, J-Mac, and you've, you've got do- double. Immediately I'll be there, I'll start doing backflips. <laughs> <laughs> <I think. laughs> Screw all that years of hard training, shave my head. That's, all it, master. that's all it takes. Yeah, that's yeah, all it takes. That's the secret. What's, uh, what's been happening in the world of real estate? Since we've come back from 2020, we started the new decade, is things going well? Across the Hobart marketplace. Well, I think um, our office seems to be the same as you. Where now, now everyone's kicking into gear selling. So that the activity, the second half through January, then everyone's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, so. we've noticed that big this week. I think yeah. Aaron, you're working on what seventeen property photos oh, at the moment, got, like seventeen or eighteen listings. Ridiculous. I've got so many that I'm trying to do, and I'm at DefCon baby at the yeah. moment. <laughs> the baby's ready to pop out. Yep. And I'm like, I've got to get on top of everything. Like leaving work each day, I'm just like, Look, will I be back? Will I get this done? Labor goes for hours. Just take the computer in, <laughs> sit there, and you got this, Sarah, and just keep ticking through the photos. <laughs> I'd say I'd be a very brave man to, to do that. Well, I had to make a great story for the property photo. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing is she's not up to this episode yet, but she's saying she's going to catch up. So (laughs) (laughs) you might be in the bad books. Every every man likes to hear a story about how his friend got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, things are definitely ramping up. I know I've been flat chat with uh, bookings of properties and I guess it's been pretty advantageous. The weather's been perfect the last little period so getting out there and getting those photos they're all coming up really really good mm. Mm. makes yeah. your job a bit easier to uh move these properties along mm. yeah it definitely does make it very easy when the photos look mint yeah no i'm happy with the way they're coming up it's kind of one of those things you're uh you're building on your your skill set and repertoire and and then just handballing to you guys to to make that sale yeah so uh, we've obviously so much activity starting this month or like now things are kicking into gear. It actually made me think of an idea of what we could talk about today. Yeah, so when, you, when you sent this one down the pipe, I quite liked it. I thought it was a good idea. So mm. I was thinking like obviously there's a lot of people that have already made the decision to go to market, but there may be a heap of people out there that are sort of half toying with the idea. Mm. So I thought why don't we step it back and just have a look exactly what is an appraisal and what's involved in one. Mm. Yeah, I think you put down in the notes you said uh, debunking the myths of, of a property appraisal. I was like, oh, that's like that's cool. It's like a myth-busting episode. Yeah, on, I like that. Look, I think you may have just came up that in your head because that sounds way too intelligent <laughs> for me, but sure, I'll take the credit on that. I was just giving you a layup there, yeah. mate. I thought that yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> just <laughs> slap it back slap down. There, there goes your compliment. <laughs> Remember, my, my, uh, my, my, it was actually my grandmother who taught me how to accept a compliment and she said two words, thank you. Because I remember once she uh, like she just said something, I was like, oh, no, no, no. She said, John, how you accept a compliment? 
you say thank you, but not Pat. Slam in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good. <laughs> As a family-run business, First National Real Estate McGregor understands that the property market can be stressful. However, with a strong team in both sales and rentals, we are here to guide you through the property maze. Find out more today at McGregorFN.com. All right, so say you've got a property, you are interested in getting it sold, uh, you're going to talk to one agent, two agents, three agents, plenty of agents, but what mm. like, what really is an appraisal? What, hit us with all the details that you what? guys have on appraisals. Well, I mean, one of the... Um one of the interesting things about an appraisal, I suppose, it, it, it is a good means to say breaking the myth because the idea of an appraisal, a lot of people probably actually don't know what the questions are to ask, like why am I really getting it, what is actually, you know, what, what is involved, that's why we're having it. But fundamentally, it's to give you a agent's opinion on the potential selling, selling price. That's important, agent's mm. opinion. So that's we're correct. not licensed valuers, so we can't give you a valuation of the mm. property. So evaluation is something that the bank will take as credibility or a solicitor will use for, you know, proceedings in some sort of matter. Mm. Yeah, um, so ultimately, it is what the agent that comes through and does the appraisal, what they believe they will be able to sell yeah, the so property for. Yeah, yeah it's right. our opinion of what we think the market will potentially pay for In the property. Moment. I mean, while I was watching, um, at the moment I've been, I was watching that uh, American Pickers, uh, where, where they're going around, um, you know, the people's back, you know, garages, etc., just buying stuff. Yeah. But then they're like, they're doing it sort of in their own mind thinking, oh, look, what could I sell this this item at retail value for and again it's no fixed price there's no means of like that's going to be the end point because again they're not valuing that but they'll purchase this thing and then they'll go see an auctioneer or um, you know an expert with that specific mindset it might be a painting or a car or a bike and then they'll say well look the current market for this particular model uh, in this particular condition is going from anywhere from 10 to 30 thousand on the auction moment so an agent's sense is exactly the same framework in that depending upon your properties uh, i'll give a framework so you know five things that'll have an effect on your price which is position um your promotion so how do you market it um the the presentation of the home so is it dirty or you know whatever um the process do you auction it or do you do a private uh, private treaty yep and lastly of course is the person who does it or in your case the Patrick. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> so, so, a, so that was all. They're all P's. They're all P's. Is this yeah. something that you guys get trained on when you're doing your real estate license, or is this no? Like, how do you guys know the five P's? That was something I picked up years ago. Um, that was, I think, it was training, um, and then some bits I've just adapted based on my own okay, yeah, way of working. It's yeah. just Pat knew them as you were going through them. I could tell Pat knew what you were saying, mm. so I didn't. Pat and John, when we go to conferences, we take notes. Yeah. A and, lot of and people don't. They just yeah. sit and there with notes. like blank faces, <laughs> if yeah. looking at, at all at the presenter, if not looking out the window, just in daydream mode where <laughs> if you look at mine and John's notes, we have pages of them. I yeah. can't read mine because my handwriting's shh. Nor mine. But, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I we, take feel, them. we feel, feel really good. good. <laughs> all right. So say you guys do have your five Ps. Mm. You've got them all sorted. That's something that you will have – already before you enter the property oh i guess you can't you'll work out the presentation and stuff when you get there mm. yeah so i guess um for me like obviously it follows similar principles to john um we tend to do a lot so say let's role play a bit here john, aaron you ring up yep. you say i want to sell your house i have a bit of a script that i work through to try get as much info as possible from you to begin with so how many bedrooms bathrooms like 
Do you have do a rough me, idea of size? Do you want me to do my Dave Hughes voice? We can do an actual real role. <laughs> I'd play. love to sell you yeah. Hughes' house. <laughs> well, you but, bought that one on the block, so yeah, yeah, worth a bit. Um, and then from there, I'll use that information, do a bit of pre-research before I head out to the property. Mm. So my goal is to, when I do an appraisal, is to present and give you a full, clear understanding by the time I leave, where some agents will do a two-stage approach appraisal where they'll come out and meet you, have a look around, have a chat, then they'll go away and do research and come back. Yep. to you um for me it's more i know people are time poor these days and they just want the information and they want to have an idea after that appointment they don't want to meet you again in two days time to try and make a decision on where they're at with everything so yeah I with try the, to the access to data these days it seems like it's you can i know i see all the agents around here doing heaps of stuff before they go to the appraisal so they kind of have a little package that they'll put together yeah so we try to here at 414 we try to research as much as we can and nine times out of ten i probably know within sort of 85 to 90 percent what i'm going to tell you it's worth before i've even walked in the front door yeah so, so that's i may have done a drive-by past the outside of the home quickly just to have a look at the area look at the condition from the street and then i'll use online data and most of the time i can tick off a lot of my opinion like from price apart from that unknown factor, which is presentation, which I don't know really until I get inside and see like how it's been kept. And I can see that maybe when you bought it three or four years ago, it looked like that, but I get inside and I'm like, oh, shoot, you've done a whole brand new kitchen that I wasn't aware of yep. because even, mm. even though I try to get all that information out of you to begin with when I'm having a chat on the phone, like we ask, what have you done since you bought the property, for example? Yep. Um, sometimes things don't get relayed through mm. um but yeah we can with data these days it's pretty easy to get a good understanding of what the home is going to be worth before and there's obviously um like these things that are on domain and realestate.com now where it's kind of got a pricing guide literally built into the websites for certain suburbs and that's what i really like these days like um, people get us out but nine times out of ten they already have a pretty educated guess as to what they think their home is worth they're just wanting mm. us to reassure them that they are in the correct Yep. sort of range mm. and and that's a real good means to segue into why you know a real estate agent's appraisal is useful because it's a decision marker so we're thinking okay within this range am i going to be able to now move on to my next step yep because usually there's always something that triggers it um and i always think that you know the house effective is a commodity and it's our job to just try, try and help you move that on yep um so if you're selling a stock you could just click, click a button with a broker and it's moved you know if you've got um gold's the same or or anything but in or like bitcoin bitcoin there you go um <laughs> unless you lose your password have you heard or read those articles about the people that lose the password to their oh, bitcoin yeah it's terrible like, and it just, have you read about gone. this how I, long the passwords are it's yeah. like 45 it, it's characters it's supposed to be deeply encrypted that's the point yeah randomly and, generated and then you lose the password and it's just worth nothing mm. you can't access it no. And no, no one can hack it it's impossible it's yeah. just gone there you go bye bye yeah so that's why investing in housing is a good safe means <laughs> <laughs> because if you lose the key if you lose the key you can get a locksmith <laughs> bitcoin no chance so we're then you know we're, we're just there to assist in that process and um like you just said sometimes that reassurance of the number is because they'll have a number in their mind that's enabling well it's enabling you to be able to then move on to your next step and where then I guess the the challenge of a, a real estate appraisal is is that you know again ours is a sales appraisal that if you were to put on the market today um, what is the what you know what is the market bearing is it between a range is it looking for an exact price um, and that's where the framework of well it's subjective in the means of what what are you prepared to do during during the sale process to maximize your price and probably another one that's going to factor into an, an adjusted range is your time frame too 
Um, yep. And I heard this from, I think it was a local guy, but he said, there's a price, there's a time, there's a time, there's a price. Um, and so that's a really good Mac one. Mac attack number one for 2020. There you go. Totally um, agree. But well, why that's really useful is to say, oh, but I need I need 550 for this house, otherwise we can't do what I want to do. It's like, well, look, w- with all the research and things that we can do, it looks like that that price in this current market is unrealistic. And the reality is you're probably going to have to wait another 12 to 24 months for the capital to catch up to be where you need it to be. Yep. Um, so that's where, you know, a real estate agent can come in handy to help effectively just give you guidance as to knowing whether or not you're going to be able to do what you need to do. Um, and that's, what I suppose, where I, I can I'll put my hand on my heart and say I've got it wrong many, many times where uh, my opinion's, you know, lower than it is that then the property's actually sold for. And sometimes I've done it the other way as, as well. So um, it's there's no exact science to it. It's worth what someone's prepared to pay and the owner's prepared to accept and that can change daily. Exactly. Yeah, so that's exactly. true value. There isn't like a shelf price like a carton of milk. It's it's worth what, what anyone's prepared to put out for it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and, so, and that's why um, this is for me, I'll often say to my clients, look, I can't sell your property. I can only provide you an opportunity. You're the one has to pull the trigger because we can have 10 contracts with more than you've ever wanted and then you say, no, don't worry about it. And that's where I suppose... People can, if, if you are getting a, um, I suppose, leading into, if you you know, how many real estate agents do you seek to be able to get opinions from? It's okay to not feel pressure about having to sign up, even if you might come across someone who's quite, you know, aggressive in their um, their approach, uh, because it's always in your control. Yeah, I think... It's always in your control. I think we've had a conversation mm. about this before, about not being pressured into a decision, like I guess when it comes to a contract, you know, you've got to sell this, you've got to do this, you've got to sign this right now. You've got to think about the um, all the skin that's in the game. It's like it's your property, it's not the agent's property. But that being said, how many agents should you get in to, I guess, find that perfect balance, which is something we've discussed as well, being like you've got to be able to honestly interact with the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fix, I think... Um, fix up what I'm saying. I think <laughs> you need to get in as many as it takes until you find the person that you feel comfortable with. Oh, that's really... That's where I was trying to get at. I don't think there think is a right a number. Point. Like, they talk about yeah. getting three in. Like, that's not correct. And, and if it takes you eight before you find the person that you're like, this guy person understands me, this is the person that I know is going to do the best for me. Yeah. Doesn't... Price and marketing cost, they should be the least problem, but it always seems to be the number one problem that people have is how much is this going to cost me? That's not the issue. The no. issue is who do you think is going to make you the most money because then the costs are irrelevant. Yeah. So you need to keep going until you find the person that you have that connection with and that person that you trust is going to do right by you. And it could be the very first person you meet, might be the 10th person you meet. So that's, I think, where people get confused with this how many should I get? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I've heard three is what you should get. Have you heard that, John? I'm pretty sure that's what all the um, uh, – like – Agent referral websites would always say, get at least three people. Uh, but it, it's an arbitrary number. You know, I think even on a – because it's just oh, three because I suppose you might be thinking there's a lower, high and a medium and then you're some, going to somehow come into it. But that's coming back to that numbers game. It is. It's like you get three people in, you can choose the average and choose the person that's best yeah. out of yeah. those three from a price perspective. But well, And I think why, why that happens though is because um, we – People don't equip themselves with the right questions to ask. So usually it comes down to the two decision points where people will say, okay, uh, what's their quoted sale price and how much is their commission? But that's like two two possible questions out of probably 15 you should be asking. Because um, so then... Oh, Sounds like you're going to put a list together for our listeners, John, and supply it for anyone that wants it. Done. 
Boom, boom. And that's yeah. recorded, so you can't go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, that's my homework. And there needs to be at least um, 15 because that's what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang it. I should have said three. <laughs> but, but but again, so that's what, what – what happens is, is we – you know, when we don't have a, a – I like using the word framework sometimes because yeah. I use the word process a lot, right? Yep. Um, is that um, if you don't have a good process of – you know, how are you going to decide what, who's going to be right for you? So you just – I'll always ask, look, what, what do you, what do you, um, what do you need from us? Like oh, and then it'll be oh, I just need a I just need a price, you know. It's like so, what's that price going to do for you? And then you know what what will that mean for you? Where are you going next? And so it's a, it's a whole um, trying to it help each other understand each other so that we can get to the the crux of what really matters. Yep. Um, and so when then if it's sometimes it might not be how many agents do you see, but it's what what questions are you asking to get the answers that's important to you? And that's more so I suppose then if you are looking to do an appraisal, first off is understanding why you need it. Um, and being, for me, I mean, I'm a bit of a um, open sort of book, so it means, look, just tell me what you need it for. Yep. And it might be, hey, we've been in the house for three years. Um, I'm just, I'm thinking about buying a new car. I just want to, I'm just curious to see if, you know, rather than having to go to the bank and see, them, I just want to know what my house is worth because um, I just want to know. And that's an awesome point right there because appraisals don't necessarily have to be done for the purpose of selling. That's like right. We do them for our rental people all the time, our owners, yep. to hopefully make them understand that over the last five years they've built capital and all of a sudden they didn't realise that they have, you know, 20% to put towards another property, for instance. So, But can I just check, last earlier you said that you guys aren't official valuers. Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Yes. You're correct. So they'd still have to go down the process and get a formal valuation done, but they may not even have that idea on their radar because yep. they haven't understood that the market's increased in value. Yep. And then all of a sudden you send them out a report and they're like, oh, geez, my property's gone up that much. Mm. And then that gets the wheel ticking and that conversation happening. And so yeah, yeah, that no, appra- in that case, that appraisal has never been for the purpose of convincing them to sell. It's been to help educate our, our landlords that potentially, hey, guys, have you thought about expanding your portfolio? Yep. Mm. Your rent's covering the mortgage on this one. You've built great capital. Here's an opportunity to add another property to the, to the mix. Yep. And so that's another thing that you can do like that well that what we do at 414 is that we're always sending out um appraisal packs and i think you do it as well don't you john yeah with your landlords that's it yeah and my rental team stress about it because they think i'm trying to find listings but it's not it's trying (laughs) to find people that want to buy more sales so i can grow my rent roll so it gets bigger that's it so yeah it's just people will need to also remember like john said it might not be for uh, the purpose of selling i might want to buy a car and i need to know will i be able to get a personal loan with my home loan that i have like yeah yeah so it's just about getting a informal understanding as to the value mm. of the place and in this day and age information is everything it's mm. kind of that peace of mind of knowing that it is growing well it's got to be helpful you, you, i suppose um you look at what the the purpose of money is sometimes right and understanding where it is is that you're understanding where your options are so if you've got a firm understanding of what um you know if if something happens is okay now my 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 asset, it'd be your house, would you be you're living in it or as an investment property, is if it were if if I needed to move it, well then there's X money that's gonna be available yep. um in thirty days, sixty days if I have to. So yep. it's really about understanding position to know what your potential options are. And you know, we've had it many times where all of a sudden um in the right market someone's gone, Oh, actually I didn't realise we've we had this much property available. Um we'd always thought if we got to here we might sell up, grab a caravan and just go um, be nomads for a while. Um, so it's about understanding your options. Um, I know one of them I think we're talking about there is, you know, if um, there was a couple of things there, do I need an agent to visit my home or and am I obligated to sign up? Yep. At no and no. 
Um, I mean, the reality is, is that the more information that we have about your property, um, so the, the 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 tighter we can narrow that that gap might be. So if you just said, look, I just want to drive past, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Well, then I've got my the 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 sale guess has to be massive because okay, there's yeah. so many unknown elements about your property and your situation that we can't. From what I've already learned for. just now from these pieces <clears throat> of the presentation, you can get the idea of the outside um, facade. Yeah, and position and stuff like that, but you you won't know the inside, so that's going to change the parameters of yeah. Your so, so you can imagine you can imagine this look like a, someone might be really like I just need a number, just give me a number. What's going to sell for? And it's like, well, I can't tie myself down in that sense unless I want to give you a really low bold number. It's like, well, I'm definitely going to sell for that. Yeah. Um, but the the more information, obviously, the more the the the, the tighter narrow range we could probably estimate. Yep. So especially in markets that aren't you know extremely hot, where it's still trying to find a new balance, and so let's just say you said, look, I don't want to age, I don't want to see anyone. I just want a phone conversation because some people are quite anxious yep. and they feel they're going to be pressured. So they might say, look, I just want an idea. Can you do a drive past? Here's some framework and then give me some information. You know what? Okay. And then to be phrased by, look, just so you know, the range that we've advised here has to be a little wider because we don't have enough information to work with. Um, however, then, um, so then you, you didn't need to see us. We just drove past the property and, you know, you're not ob obligated to sell. And that can actually quite happen a lot with banks and people um, that have, are going through bankruptcy and there's potential um, repossessions down the road. Okay. We'll have these calls sometimes where um, they don't want a bank's valuation appraisal, they want an agent's uh, idea. Because the bank doesn't care about the valuation now, they're they're thinking, well, what can we sell this thing for? Yeah. Um, yeah so sure. then the that external company is calling an agent, going, hey, we need you to do a drive past this place. Please make sure that you're in an unmarked car and they don't know what's going on. Um, this has happened quite a lot. Oh wow. Um, and so then shoot off a report later. Yeah. Um, so that's I mean, that, that's an example of an appraisal that you know it's obviously not a very pleasant one. That sounds like um, the transporter that we were talking about before, <laughs> yeah. just in your little black. Is that yeah, that yeah, what you've got lined yeah. up today? And look, sometimes I'll refuse it depending upon the company, but if it's someone that's reputable and we're familiar with them yep. then it's okay we can we can assist in that but um just it's often just a random person they've never heard of them don't know who they are why they're doing it yep. don't know the client it's like i'd rather you speak with someone else it's not a not something we don't want to get involved with yeah well, um yeah so i think um i think another thing then we're asking like why you know when when should you get one we've already thought about that it's just when you want to know 414 Real Estate has been operating within the northern suburbs of Hobart since 2006. With their innovative approach to marketing and managing your property, they have all your property needs covered. Find out more by visiting them today at 414.com.au. This is I'm, I'm going to sound like the cheapskate here, but like, like, does it cost me anything to get you to guys come out? Like, just for this peace of mind to know that what's my place worth, is it going to cost me money to be like, oh, you know, give me some of your time, real estate agent man. I don't know if you want to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I work for scones, so <laughs> like I'm happy for a cup of tea and a biscuit. If no, there's cream and jam. Oh no, look, I love I love scones and that's great. But no, no seriously, seriously, like no. I, I know I've seen some letterbox drop things that come out and that say, you know, mm. you've <clears> a no obligation free appraisal of my property. Is yeah. that? I think, that I, I think it's important to understand why we're doing that. And that's because if we don't have um, – one thing about um, as agents in real estate is that you don't actually have stock to sell. So if you're a salesperson in a car yard, for example, you might have or, – or any other business, generally speaking, you've got a store in stock that people come and see you. Yep. As an agency, we've got to find it. So what the, the for us the means of being able to you know an obligation free appraisal is there's no there's no charge on the advice because we're only going to get paid once we've got a sale result at the very end of the day. 
So it works in us that we're building a connect, we're building a network of people that we could potentially help, yep. and that might want to use us down the road. So and it's legit. I'll just yeah. The ultimate debunk I want to know there is what's the catch of this letterbox drop thing that's in my letterbox? Yeah, no, it's it's free. And if they if they sent you a bill, you just tear it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, really simple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, you know, and um, you know, some some people have offered to to pay as well and all that kind of stuff. And then again, I'll just be open with them. It's, look, this is how it serves us. Um, we get a chance to start to build a relationship. That hopefully, when you're ready and when you need us, we'll be there for you. Yep. And that you, you know, you call us um, when the time comes. So then, my other question leading off that is, I've got this letterbox drop; it's landed, and I found out that you'll come and do it for free. How much time do I need to set aside for you to come and appraise my property? I know Pat said he's kind of got a fair idea before he comes in, but say, how much time will it take for you guys to come and? How much have are you going to talk? I'm pretty good at, at having a yarn. Um, I guess that's how long is a piece of string then really. Yeah. Um, some people are really chatty and so it's going to take a longer time. Yep. Um, other people just want to get to the point and you don't know that until you meet the person. General rule of thumb, I'd probably spend anywhere from sort of 45 minutes to an hour on average at a property. Yep. That's fair. Um, that's sometimes they're a lot quicker than that though. I think the quickest one I've done has been like 15 minutes. Yep. Walked in, looked around, what do you think it's worth? Told him the price. He said, you're an idiot. Get out of here. And I left. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, not getting that one. See ya. <laughs> and then Jasmine, will, she was with me and she was like, well, that was interesting. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've been sworn out once uh, or a few times. But there was, well, I remember years ago, I was, I'd, I'd not long started and we had this block of land I was praised out at New Norfolk and I did all the right things. I, you know, I had my, I'd, I've been asking the right questions like, okay, what's your circumstance? How long have you had it for? What did you pay for it? Um, have you done anything to it? Have you had any other opinions? Have you Like I'd asked all these questions and he's like, um, I've paid this much. I've had it for this long. You know, I haven't done anything. I haven't had any other opinions. Um, so on that basis, we did all, did all the work, did all the research and came up to it and was, was sitting sitting at his kitchen table and then I gave him the opinion. He went, yep, you're an idiot. You don't know what you talk about. Like he was just going off his face and then he found out, I paid this for that and then I've done all this work to it since I've owned it and so you didn't take any of that into consideration. I've had other agents' opinions up here that said – so basically every question that asked, he lied directly to my face oh. and then he got really angry for me because all the information I had was wrong and I got it wrong based on that basis. And he's like, get them out of my house. And I went, I'll uh, see ya. <laughs> I, I guess like that's one of those things where it doesn't serve you well to tell porcupies on that front because yeah. ultimately you're just hurting yourself. Like if he had told you – the truths along that line it m- may have changed what your appraisal had been. Would that be something or? or? Oh, absolutely. And uh, admittedly too, I was fresh at the time. Yep. Um, so I'd be a bit better equipped to be ha- able to handle those situations. Now I've got a few more uh, scars on my back. Um, <laughs> it's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, but it's just, you know, it, it's a reality for us in that, you know, um, that's the challenge of being in an industry that has the word sales attached to it. You know, it comes with a lot of sleaze that it's, people are qu- can be quite distrustful. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, and I think that's where it's really important that what you said, Pat, is what's the right number of what's the right number? Well, it's about finding the right person more than it is about finding the right the amount of times it takes. Because yep. it's just like I've had three, and it's like I didn't like any of them. All try again, you know, because um, that'd be that'd be the way I'd look at it, rather than just settling. Because you'll probably end up if if it had a bit of start, it'll probably have a bit of end. And look. Not every agent's going to suit every person. Like you've got to gel with that person. Everyone has different personalities. So I blend really well with certain people and yep. then others that we just 
don't understand each other and I know straight away that I'm not going to get this job. And it could be they'll show up and say he wore a polo shirt and had Nike shoes on. Pretty I'm, much. I'm not yeah. interested in selling <laughs> yep. with that. Yeah. Or, or it could it, be the reverse and be like, oh, he's really casual and comfortable mm, and mm. I know that he's going to tick all the boxes. That's right. Yeah, we all just um, like we have different personalities and we need to be able to blend with the person we're working with and some people will just not blend. And I guess ultimately it's a person business. You're meeting other people and mm. it's about finding that right person that you think will mix with the people that will be coming through this property. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the same for us. as I, We know we can't be everyone's Best agent. Friend. Yep. And it's just look, it, and just look, I've said many times, I'm okay if I'm not your agent. Yep. Whereas if, if the if the mask and in that guy's case, I think he was probably, you know, he was probably just a bit of an asshole. <laughs> um, but let's just be straight about it. Um, like he, he had no, obviously he had no respect for me or the profession. Um, and so he was trying to find a way of stumping me up to see, uh, but well, whatever his purpose, I won't know. Yeah. Um, but I would never want to work with that kind of person anyway, because um, in the end, there's probably going to. And we've had down the road where, um, at the end of the deal, people will try and renegotiate on the commission and terms and try and squeeze us at the end after after all that was agreed. And then unfortunately, that's just going to be people that unfortunately not you know not a, not everyone's a good egg. So that's why it's worth getting a few opinions till you can find someone that you like or yep. you trust and that you can feel is going to do a good job for you. Um, just just to finish up, I know we've got a fair bit of stuff there and we've debunked the myths that uh, Pat was uh, leaning into hard nice. this early on. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> just like what what's the right time to get one done? Like when should you – at what point should you call up you guys to get an appraisal done? Like a week out or like a day before you want it sold or a week out? Well, I think um, – look, you can call me a day before but I'd probably prefer a little bit more lead time than that. Yeah. Um, so what people need to understand, even if you decide to list with the first agent you list with, it is not going to be on the internet the next day. Mm. So you have to be aware that it could be anywhere from sort of seven to ten days for it to be up online. So straight away you really got to be at a, at the latest probably two weeks before you want to see it out in the public domain. Yep. Mm. That's my opinion. Um, but realistically maybe even sort of, you know, 21 to 30 days before if you're serious about selling because – Maybe we might get there and suggest – I know in the last episode we talked about improvements that you can make yep. and we're not there to tell you to do massive things but maybe there's a couple of small things that might take you a weekend to do or you know, we might get there and suggest that you declutter some furniture and bits and pieces and that takes time. So It was like John had one the other day where he said, oh, can you go and just get the front facade photo? They're not ready inside. There's mm. going to be a shipping container that will be moved to out the front. Can you grab that for me now? Yep. And then we'll do it. So obviously like you've put in a little timeline of yeah. these are when all these things will happen. They're yep. not expecting it to be on so that right. day. Yep. I think um, that's probably what people first need to understand that if your house is showroom ready and you've got like, you know, the shift furniture styled home that's perfectly presented, yep. then yeah, we could probably turn yours on really fast. But if you're looking around and you're like, I've been here for 15 years and there is a lot of stuff in this place, maybe it's going to take you a little bit of time just to get it perfect for sale. Mm. So um, it never hurts to get one done early yep. and an agent's not going to be upset if they've got to wait a little bit of time for it to be ready. Yep. Um, so maybe just, you know, put the feelers out there when you're sort of half thinking about the idea and then we can sort of, you know, ramp it up a little bit more once you're a little bit closer to being able to push the go button. And that's, um, comes back to, I suppose, what's your end goal? So if your, if your goal was to, I need to maximise my profit and get as much money out of this property as, as possible, is like, okay, you're going to have to put in the time. So we're going to have to revisit those five P's that we talked about. Minus position, then we're looking at ones you control, so that's your promotion, your presentation, etc. But, I mean, we've had it we, – I know you and I have worked with um, deals before, Pat. Remember one that I had with um, – there was – it had – 
uh, we'd taken over a pro- from a private landlord and it had um, oh, what's that uh, ice? Remember that property? Oh. And I just <laughs> ice, you know, that <laughs> drug, that, yeah, that, that party that drug. drug it had that in so, there. So, so well, no, this it's a good. It's <laughs> so he's a, got it was, a story. It was, it was Walter you, White. <laughs> yeah, here's Walter White. But no, I, I give this purposefully because again it, it depends on what your goal is so if you're going to maximize your, your profit you can't expect to turn around 24 hours we, there's a process that's going to have to be followed but if you call up and said i need i need i need out in 30 days i need out so it's like okay great we're gonna we'll, we'll have to adjust our expectations but if you need a quick a quick result fair enough and like i said um what happened with this particular property is um our owner um they they Reached, we'd, we'd found it, uh, found them later, and they came to us after working with another agency, and we'd inherited this house that unfortunately had been it was vacant, but we had a bit of a funny smell in our eyes. So we ended up getting a, a, a test for um, yeah the it had been used for ice methamphetamine methamphetamine that's it and which which were approved right yep um, and it tested positive um, and the owner needed the property gone. It's like God, if we go to market, the amount of disclosures and all that kind of stuff is going to be immense, um, and she doesn't have the time to do that or the resources to be able to put in the effort to be able to fix it, fix it, clean it, and all that kind of stuff. So it's a bit of a rock and a hard place for her. So that right, what do we need? We need an owner that we can tell it up front. They're going to need enough fat in the property to be able to do all the cleanups in order then to be able to move it on. So that's when I gave Pat a buzz like, mate, here's what we've got. Have you got anyone that you know to work with? And luckily enough, you did. This sure. sounds like a whole episode. All by itself like a true crime style episode like, oh, yeah. imagine if we but like led in with like boom boom like the law and order theme yeah. and then it was like this house was once used as a meth lab <laughs> yeah, seems yeah. like a really negative way to finish this well, episode look, too, by the way. We, we, I probably probably we, we, we pro- what I got a give bad example well, I've got this ice house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's finish on this <laughs> we, we've got plenty of good news stories as well I suppose but like it's not a bad framework because uh, like a, not a bad example of why am I getting an appraisal and how can I agency help and that really then comes at what's your specific situation hey it ain't all roses sometimes you know actually and and an agent can be it could be a lifesaver for people and that's why i suppose working with someone if this show needs a lifesaver yeah. <laughs> i was just about to say i'll do my best to give it <laughs> to, to sign off i'll be like yeah. so if you've got a meth house out there <laughs> and you're looking to sell call john mcgregor <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, so, but if you've got a good news stories, we're here as well. <laughs> Look, it's been fun, boys. I actually think we did get a fair bit out of that, and I love a good anecdote at the end. So, <laughs> Breaking just, Bad season. I just, it's, I just, it's, it surprises me sometimes. It's like I've had this experience, and it's just coming up to talk about right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, 15 years will do that. To I'm you. going to put together a true crime episode and I'm going to come <laughs> in. Go into a whole episode <laughs> on John's <laughs> house flipping skills. Cool. All right, guys, thanks for that. Catch you later. <laughs> you have been listening to The Property Pod, produced and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Real Estate and McGregor First National Propriety Limited. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this